what is the difference between the real world and this in the the fairy tale world? Like, is is it is the fairy tale world still going on in like in a parallel world or something, or is it just like? Yeah, yeah. Fairy tale. They can access it by like portals and like magic beans and stuff. And if they go there, they have to find a way to come back. But they no, can. but if they go, if they go there, do they see their other version of themselves, or is no? It, are they... No, they are. They are that version. It's just too complicated, I don't understand It's it. just meant to be like Pride Rock. And is this the real world or is this the fairy this tale world? This is the real world. So the, in, re, in the real world, Belle's name is Belle? In the real, yeah. But all of the other people because, have Yeah, because Belle, when, they first, when it, the first curse happened, Regina kept her in a cell for like months. So like everyone thought she was dead. And then Rumpelstiltskin found her. So she was still Belle. Because, okay. yeah. The kid is his dad. It, yeah, it's Peter Pan. Peter Pan is <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin's dad. Yeah, and he's evil. Don't be like that. Aren't you glad to see your dear old father? Oh, just don't. I can't help but feel like this is just made up as the goal. Yeah, like, probably. A group of people <laughs> sat in a room going like. Mm. Maybe we should make him like really tiny and put him in a box. See, Pretty Little Liars, exactly the same as Once Upon a Time, like... Get to the point. <laughs> they just sit there and go, like, what can we do that'll be, like, yeah. shocking, like... They, like, probably sit there, like, a week before, like, right, guys, we should really get writing this episode now. Like, Marlene's obviously had some great ideas in her head for a long time, but then she's sort of forgotten bits of it, and then other bits, like, she can't be asked doing anymore, or, like, have gone... They've been overdone on other shows, so she's like, alright, we'll change them. So she changes them, and then it doesn't make any sense. That's what it is. Yeah. That's all it is. But we will be discussing this in a few weeks' time. In the finale of Pretty Little Liars. Yes. That's like in two weeks' time. Two weeks, yeah, probably. This week, however, we are talking about the wonderful, confusing, badly I, planned... I don't get what the hell's going on <laughs> once upon a time. <laughs> we haven't done a welcome bit. You can do it this time. Okay. Welcome to episode eight of Tasteful Sidebar with me, Joe Gursky. And me, Anna Garamore. It was very false positive, this voice I'm doing right now, but I'm having, I've had some coffee, I'm having a great morning. We've, we're drinking cocktails. We are drinking cocktails. Coffee and cocktails. Coffee and cocktails. Which and is the name I want to give to my future um, cafe. Because you want to serve coffee and cocktails. Yeah, more, during during the day, it would be a really nice uh, coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And then, come six o'clock, lights come off, disco ball comes down, and it's a cocktail bar. Is this coffee shop in the 70s? Or... <laughs> it's, it's very glamorous and very chic in my head. It would have, like, pictures of, like, old Hollywood movies all over, of people drinking coffee and people drinking cocktails. This week, I have found the genre that, like, 
was meant to be for me and I didn't actually I never thought that I would ever be the, the Twin type. Peaks genre no, no 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 on um my now tv box on the sky movies I never thought I would have like out of all of the genres I never thought classics would be my genre but as it turns out classics is my genre like Every every film I've ever wanted to watch, all of the Audrey Hepburn films for a start, so like everything Audrey Hepburn, loads of Sophia Loren films which I want to watch, all of the Hitchcocks, Friday the 13th, Halloween, like every- Can you please stop copying me? Like, I'm not copying you. are my thing. This is, this is genuinely like everything I, I wanted to watch and I was like, I can't find it. I couldn't find Friday the 13th or Halloween in horror, like I looked for ages and I couldn't find it. Found it in classics straight away, like classics- is like my the, thing. Okay, classics is your <laughs> thing. Sorry, I stole that from you. So, have you watched any classics lately? I watched Breakfast at Tiffany's the other night, which you've already, which seen. is only for the second time though. Oh, okay. Um, and I enjoyed it. As per. I'm, what I really. Other classics have you seen, Joe? So the other day I watched True Grit. Um, I only caught like a bit of it, but I didn't really like it. Okay. I'm not a fan of westerns. True Grit's a Western, right? I don't know, but... It looks like a Western. Um, no, I'm I'm not into Westerns either. I mean, I'll watch one, but... I don't understand why Western is a genre. Like, I feel... Because I feel like every other genre, like... But it is, it's Comedy like... is, like, a huge, like, encapsulating, yeah? Genre, like, every anything could be a comedy. Anything could be a drama. And then, but a western has to be set western, in the. It's like it's so limited. It's like it's like why isn't there a genre called like Victorian that's all about Victorian? Like, do you, do you know what I mean? Surely, surely it is though. But there isn't. Like, if if someone made a film set in Victorian times, it would either be a drama, yeah, or a comedy. True, that's true. That is. But true. somebody makes a film set in the wild. But this is America being American. Yeah. Like, someone makes a film set in the Wild West, oh, it's a Western. It's but, not a comedy or a drama. But it's kind of like, it's not really a thing anymore as such. No. I mean... Shouldn't have ever been a thing. <laughs> Donald Trump. That's, I'm blaming Donald Trump for that. Donald Trump would bring the Western genre back. And he would, like, have, you know, Indians and, like, <laughs> Chinamen. That's what... That's, I was watching True Grit and they called a Chinese person a Chinaman and I was like... That's that's where we're all going wrong. Also, Mickey Rooney and Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. I've seen a lot of, like, Asian stereotypes in the last week. Tell you what, right, the other day, um, I was having coffee with Jade, mm-hmm. and um, she was like, oh my god, let's do face swap. Okay. I've always wanted to look like a Spanish person. So I was like, okay, go on then, let's do it. So we did face swap, and she goes, oh my god. I look Asian. I was like, thank you. This is what me and Joe have been saying for ages and no one no one gets it. You have it. You look Asian. You have... Asian eyes. Asian eyes. Also... Which I told, I love, but people don't think... Don't agree. It's, it's a crazy. thing and it's like, Jade finally realised it. She was like, oh my God, I'm going to post this somewhere because like, I wanted to look Spanish, but I actually look Asian. I was like, tell me about it. <laughs> Okay, so the winner. The winner. The winner is the Evil Queen's Apple. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Yeah. Evil Queen's Apple. Um, 
Which, to, uh, to be honest, I didn't think it would win. I, I thought people would go either for the fiery one, because we, we're going to set something on fire. But to be honest, I don't think people ball. really read the descriptions. I think people just went for the name. And Evil yeah. Queen's Apple has got, like, a great name. But, like, we def- I think we should definitely do the Crystal Ball one at some point. Yeah. And also, well, I, think when... we should, I think we should bring them all back, to be honest, at some point. Yeah. Much like this episode of Once Upon a Time, except they didn't really bring anything Ba-dum-bum. back. Bum. Okay. They did. Like, all of Regina's family, but everyone all, else. All the important characters. I don't know. I don't I don't get this show. I don't watch this show, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe when this season finishes, we can do a recap and this do this again. Yeah. Oh, I've done it again. <laughs> I'm stood in the water. Why haven't I just cleaned up the water? Okay, so... Oh, shit. I'm going to get that. Okay, so yeah, this week's cocktail is the Evil Queen's Apple. And for this, you're going to need... It's quite a basic, straightforward cocktail, I feel. Um, We've got a balloon glass, which I'm super excited to use, because it looks like an apple. It looks... Yeah, it does. It's it's cute. It's nice. I like it. It looks like something out of Once Upon a Time. It looks like... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All you're going to need for this cocktail, super easy. You're going to need some ice... You can need some apple liqueur. Use apple sours if you want. We've just got some plain apple liqueur. Um, some basic vodka, whatever you want to get for that. Just some, just get some vodka. Uh, some apple soda. And we've got some red food colouring because all of our ingredients are green. Because for some reason you can't get... I know what we should have got. Co- what? what? We should have got, you know, the cheap flavoured water... From Tesco mm-hmm. or other available supermarkets, um, <laughs> it's see-through, so that would have done. That would have made a lot more sense, but you know we'll figure it out. I'm sure. I'm sure like two drops of red co- food coloring makes everything red. Yeah, it's gonna go everywhere, and like I'm gonna be careful not to get it on my white. Kind of looks like a little portion as well. Yeah, it's like so fairy tale. Yeah, um, I feel like related. it's crazy, and yeah. we've also gone for an apple. Um, we spent a long time looking for a red apple. I think... I was saying this to Anna earlier on. Like, for some reason, everything we need for our cocktails never seem to be in season. Mm-mm. We can never get, like, anything we need. But... We're just we're, like that. We're doing the best... Yeah. We're doing the best we can in, like, a bad situation. So, first of all... First of all, you're going to get a bunch of ice, and you're going to pour that into your balloon glass. It's better if it was square, but unfortunately, um, we haven't got any square ice, so whatever. It's okay. We can deal. We're going to do a single shot of vodka. Just let you know that this week we aren't, again, we aren't shaking this cocktail because... We're using fizzy soda, and it just doesn't work shaking fizzy soda. You don't want to get that shit everywhere. You're going to get a shot of apple liqueur. This really does feel like I'm making a portion. It looks magical already. Look at that. Smell it. It smells like apples. Oh, my... It smells really good. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like I say this about every single cocktail that we do. And then it's so simple. We're just going to fill up the glass with our apple soda. 
This week's cocktail is almost too simple. Like Yeah, it's really easy to make. Look at that. It feels, Already it looks awesome. Look, it's like something that the evil queen would make. With the like, oh, look at that. Yeah. And now we're going to add some food colouring. Yeah, we're just going to play it by ear. Don't Be careful, go crazy though. because Be careful. red food colouring is an absolute bitch to get out. You're just going to get a stirrer. And we're going to be really careful with this food colour. And we're going to just do like two drops at a time. Right, that's enough, Joe. That's enough. And then we're just going to stir that. Look at that. I think we should go for a couple more drops to make it a little bit more red. Yeah, it looks a bit orange. I'm just going to do... Oh, my God. That's enough. There you go. That's what we need. <gasps> and there we go. We've got our blood red apple. That is incredible. I might just top it up with a bit more... Apple soda. Oh yeah. Okay, so let's move on to Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time. I can't lie, like I do love it. I do, I can't help it. It makes me, makes me, I don't know, it makes me really happy watching it. And like, I feel, sometimes it's really clever. And other times I want to like punch it in the face because it makes no sense. Like this episode. So Ridiculous. like for me, once upon a time, I, you, I, I've explained this many times. I've tried to watch it. I watched the first episode. I was pleasantly intrigued. I was like, I'm going to keep watching this. Watched like four episodes. And then we gave up. Did not give, like could not understand it. There's too. I feel like there's too much based in like this made up mythology that they're just sort of make it up as they go along. Like I can't really piece it together, and it for me, it's everything that's wrong with the other things that I watch on TV. So for example, like the one thing I really hate about Pretty Little Liars that I also hate about Once Upon a Time is the way that the acting. It's this sort of like American TV yeah. acting where it's like they're not getting paid a lot. <laughs> to direct this so they don't they basically use the same technique of acting where they just sort of they say the lines to each other and then the next person says the lines slightly dramatically and yeah then they reply in like a kind of dramatic way but also they use like a lot of breathing oh yeah i don't know whether you've like, where, yeah. like he's talking they sound like they're always talking in an out breath <laughs> it's like what are you doing regina regina <laughs> don't kill your dad <laughs> Magic mirror on the wall. <laughs> and it's like, I can't hear what you're saying. Like, put some emotion into this. And, like, Arya does it all the time in Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. They'll talk. And Hannah as well. They talk like this. And Hannah em- does it em- a lot. The old Emily, the only one I feel like Spencer doesn't really do it that often. But the she's others, a really good actress. But I feel like this. it's a sort of, like, ABC family way of acting where it's like... Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to go and send the sofa over there. You didn't really You know hear. what? Yeah, that sounded exactly like <coughs> Emma out of Once Upon a Time. That was such... You didn't even try. You can't really hear what I've just said. Because I spoke in this sort of out-breath that no one really understands what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That I'm getting exactly paid like so much money to do this. <laughs> but I'm so tired because I've been working since six o'clock and they've been doing my makeup since <laughs> half past four. Like, that is literally how they talk all the time. And I'm like, how do people not get bored of this? Yeah, well... I don't know, I kind of just... I mean, I'm a big Disney fan. And I'll tell you why I started watching this. 
years years ago when I was about six years old, mm-hmm. there was a show on TV, and I I can't remember what it's called, but I did manage to find it, find the name of it. I think I like Wikipedia like um, Snow White. And like I looked at all the like versions that they've done, and I found it eventually. Mm-hmm. This TV show, it was similar to Once Upon a Time, right? Um, like just their own like remake of or like version of Snow White, mm-hmm. and it was like I'm pretty sure that like Snow White's actual mum was like the evil queen and stuff, and I I really liked it because there was a golden retriever in it. Like they travelled around with a golden retriever, which. <laughs> I was obsessed with and I loved it and then when I heard about Once Upon a Time I was like oh my god it's gonna be like it's gonna be really similar to that it's gonna be like a new like take on fairy tales and 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 you know what it is and I wasn't that disappointed because I've been I've been into it ever since and I'm not ashamed to admit it and it's getting I feel like it's getting more popular now I feel like people a lot more people are watching it, especially since it, since it came to uh, Netflix mm-hmm. properly with, like, new episodes every week. Like, a lot of people that I know have started watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's not... It's... it's. I can't, I can't say that it's good, but to me it is, and that's the main thing. Yeah. Okay? I feel like if... It's like it's the same as like Charmed. It's like it's like kind of trashy, but like it's got a like it's a story. It's good. It's fun. Like it's something to watch. You, yeah. It's not necessarily the greatest, you know, piece of art that's, in the world. But that's like, the nothing thing. Like, is. I'd say it's like an easy watch. So yeah. it's like Gilmore Girls feel good. You don't have to make like like pay attention to every single bit. It's just like really cozy to watch. But it's not though, is it? Because like, if you miss something, then you don't know what the hell's going on in the next few episodes. Like you watching I that just then, no you were like, "Who's that?" I was like, "That's Peter Pan, who is Rumpelstiltskin's dad." And Rumpelstiltskin. Why is Peter Pan Rumpelstiltskin? Who's the mum? Oh, Rumpelstiltskin's mother. You know, I can't remember. I feel like I need to go back to season three. It just to watch it. It just doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't click with me in the way that like I want it to. Like I don't care enough about these characters. Like I, I am a big fan of like you know fairy tales, Disney films, and I like interesting takes on on Disney films. But I don't like the idea that they're trying to connect them all in ways that don't really like work. Like I would understand if it was like. The, the connections were like cleverly done. Like for example, like Ariel is the mermaid in Peter Pan. Like and they that do, would make they sense. Didn't, they didn't do that. They don't do stuff like that. They like, didn't do that, which is very disappointing. I I really like the whole idea of Rapunzel. Um, it's Anna and Elsa's cousin. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Like some of it doesn't. It's like I don't believe a lot of it because it's kind of like stupid. But some of it is like interesting. It's like wow, that's clever that like they put this Easter egg in this one film, and now that kind of makes sense. And also the Pixar theory. Big fan of the Pixar theory. Yeah. Don't necessarily believe it, but like it's an interesting take on things. But like for this, I just feel like it's just too. They're trying too hard to please well, people I in just... that way. What was I going to say? I was going to say something about all these different... Yeah, season one, when it first started, it was, like, the way that they did the connections was a lot better. Like, my favourite thing, my favourite thing about Once Upon a Time is... Well, one of them is the 
Rumpelstiltskin and Belle relationship. Mm-hmm. It's like my favorite relationship of the whole show. I I love I love Rumpelstiltskin because I love Robert Carlyle. I think he's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole idea of Rumpelstiltskin becoming like the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, is he the Beast? Yeah. So but he's he, the Beast he and he's Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, that's the thing. He doesn't turn into the Beast, but Back when they lived in fairy tale land, he um, made a deal with Belle's father to like save his kingdom if Belle could come and live with him and be his like slave kind of thing. So she did, and she was like she lived with him. And she wasn't allowed to leave, like Beauty and the Beast. Uh-huh. But obviously, the story of Beauty and the Beast is like Belle's really nice to the Beast, and she sees him for what for who he is, the man that he actually is, mm-hmm. and like. But in Once Upon a Time, Belle does that. So she sees this, like, evil, like, man, but she sees the good in him. Because, really, Rumpelstiltskin is a good man, but he turned into the Dark One because he was a coward. So she sees the man, and then he falls in love with her. And it's like, and then they end up together, and he ends up saving her. And then, to me, that was, like, a really clever connection, how they turned that into the story of Beauty and the Beast. So there is no actual beast? No, there's no beast. Okay. But that was really cleverly done, in my opinion. A lot of other things, though. He's also the crocodile from Peter Pan. But how is he a crocodile because, as well? Because, this is it's a bit bullshit, but Hook hates Rumpelstiltskin mm-hmm. because... Rumpelstiltskin's wife before Belle ran off with Hook. She left Rumpelstiltskin for being a coward. Okay. She left him with their child and she ran off with Hook when Hook was like a bit of a dick. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Rumpelstiltskin, when he turned into the Dark One, he got revenge by killing his wife in front of Hook. So ever since, Hook has wanted revenge against Rumpelstiltskin and he calls him the crocodile because... You know how in Peter Pan the crocodile at Hook's hand? Yeah. In Once Upon a Time, Rumpelstiltskin, I'm pretty sure, cut off Hook's hand. Okay. And because he's got, like, really shiny, like, crackly sort of skin, like a crocodile, Hook calls him the crocodile. Oh. So he's he's Rumpelstiltskin, he's the beast, and he's the crocodile. And then he's the dark one on top of that. This is see. This is just too complicated <laughs> for me. Like this is a, another thing. Like I really like the idea of having a definitive story, and like this isn't. This is one like issue I have with comic books and like the Marvel universe and the idea that like not all of the like all of these stories are kind of related, but also they contradict each other. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. I hate like I'm a I'm a so I'm not uh, like. I only I have a few like obsessive compulsions and stuff, and one of them is this sort of idea of like I can't buy into a story that has unless, no ending. But, yeah, unless yeah. the whole thing makes sense, and like if there's like errors in continuity, like I just can't buy into that story and I can't enjoy it. And when I know that like once upon a time has kind of like it's telling this own story, that's fantastic, and like it kind of makes sense. But like then they've got like like coincidentally, the time that Frozen came out was a really big thing. They just brought Anna and Elsa in. I hated that. That annoyed me so much. They dedicated a whole half a season to Frozen when, realistically, there was no need for them to do that. It's like... 
Anna and Elsa, Frozen is not a fairy tale. Exactly. It's not an original fairy tale. Exactly. It's like a Disney story. And like, obviously they're owned by Disney so they can do that. But like, what I don't get is like, they'd made all of this effort. Like you said, they'd made all this effort to say like, you know, the beast didn't exist and this crocodile didn't exist. It was all just one guy. Yeah. And like that makes, that's totally understandable. But like, a 2014 Disney um, (laughs) computer generated t- uh, you know fairy tale comes out it comes out and then all of a sudden that is complete like a lot to the story yeah. and like Anna and Elsa really existed and like I found it really funny I was watching an interview once um, before season 5 mm-hmm. started or before season 4 I don't know whenever Frozen I think it was season 4 and they were all sat together and like the the person doing the interview he was like um because at the time, I can't remember, it's going back a long time and it's it's so confusing. But I'm pretty sure there was a time before Frozen came out mm-hmm. when Henry, must, Henry, the little kid, yeah. must have been living in New York, I think, with Emma. I'm not sure, I can't remember. Okay. But he, um, the guy doing the interview asked, he was like, so when Henry was living in New York, did he, uh, did he watch Frozen? And then was he surprised when he saw them come, like, that they were real? And they were all like, we, we didn't really think about this. It's like, yeah, he lived, like, you've set a part of the story in New York, in the real world. Of course, Frozen is, like, the biggest film at that time. Like, mm-hmm. of course he will have seen it, and you can't... It's... It's very confusing and it's sometimes ridiculous. One thing that really annoys me and like it's not continuity as such because I feel like the show has got so confusing that I've kind of lost track of continuity errors. Mm-hmm. Like I just go with it now. <laughs> but one thing that really annoys me and I was talking about it last week is like a storyline or a problem that they focused on for like an entire season like the whole thing of like finding a new portal to take them to the fairy tale land that took up like a whole season and then a couple of seasons later they've so- sorted that problem like they found a magic bean they can go there they found a way but then two seasons later they managed to go back find a portal like that like not a problem and it's like no what like it's like you you made such a big deal out of it and now it's like, oh, it's no big deal. We'll just, we'll just go back whenever we want. The underworld, I'm there. <laughs> I don't get this. Um, so this woman who was on the episode today, the mum, was trapped in Wonderland. Cora, yeah. And I remember that they tried to make Wonderland a spin-off, right? She wasn't in it. Okay. I think. I only managed to watch it. And then it got cancelled. Um, didn't they spend a lot of time in Wonderland and then just not... And now they're just, like... I don't get it. Like Right, I never watched... I only watched a couple of episodes of the Wonderland uh, spin-off. So I can't say for sure that she wasn't in it, but I'm pretty sure she wasn't. And I can't remember exactly, but... I think at, in Once Upon a Time, they were selling Cora as the Queen of Hearts. Okay. Yes, they were, because... She was like, she, you know, crushes people heart, people's mm-hmm. hearts. So I'm pretty sure they did. She was the queen of hearts, which made sense. Cora is Regina's like Cor- Cor- Regi- Heart. Yeah. 
Ah, nice one. Look at that. I know shit. I'm what? clever. I never thought about that. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, corazón. Yeah, heart. Sure. I know more Spanish than you. Like, come on. For real. Um, but not then in the once upon a once once upon once upon a time in Wonderland. Mm -hmm. They had a different Queen of Hearts. Really. They had a different Queen. Well. So I don't I don't get it, but I. They did go to Wonderland though in uh, Once Upon a Time, like right. the actual show. Like, I'm pretty sure that like Emma ended up there somehow. Yeah, season three is my least favorite season. I didn't I didn't um, really like the whole Wonderland, not Wonderland, Neverland okay. setting of it, and it was just a bit boring. So there's Fairy Tale Land. Okay. So and then there's Neverland and there's Wonderland and there's yeah. the Underworld. And there's Oz. And there's Oz. Yeah. I'm trying to think what um what fairy tale land is called, there's a name for it. The Enchanted Forest. Okay. So there's the Enchanted Forest, which is where all the fairy tale characters come from. Except for all of the other ones that are in like other worlds. Yeah, then you've got Neverland, but I think Neverland was taken over by Peter Pan. Who was who was born in the Enchanted Forest? Oh, okay. But then he moved to Neverland, um, and then he stole like he kidnapped like all the like lost boys, and he kidnapped them. Yeah, <sighs> he was an evil. He was. See, this he, this he offends me more them. than it should do. But I think Peter Pan's a good guy, and I don't think he, he should be. He kidnapped them. He was absolutely horrible. Um, then this Wonderland, and then there's Oz, because the. Uh, Wicked Witch of the West. She ended up in Oz, and mm -hmm. Glinda was in it for a little bit. Um, I'm pretty sure. Was the wizard? I can't remember who the wizard was. I'm pretty sure the wizard was in it. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, and then you've got Storybrooke, mm -hmm. which this is what confuses me. I thought Storybrooke was only created when Regina cast the first curse yeah right at the beginning yeah. of the show yeah she created this land to get revenge on snow white where everyone became normal people mm -hmm. and forgot their true identities as fairy tale characters mm -hmm. i thought that was how storybrook started but then if they are saying that the whole underworld or purgatory or whatever you want to call it it's actually a dark version of Storybrooke. Storybrooke. Then has Storybrooke there? Has Storybrooke been there all along? Who knows? Or was Storybrooke created to like mirror the underworld? So actually, it's I don't know, I don't know. It's so confusing, isn't it? I have no idea what's going on. Like, surely the the listeners at home, all of you. Um, <laughs> if you've not seen this show before, do you not do you not get where I'm coming from? Where I uh, I say I do not understand at all what is going on in this story. And like, do you understand Once Upon a Time? Can you help Joe to understand Once Upon a Time? Because I'm trying it really just hard. Makes <laughs> so little sense to me. Like, well, this is what I was saying to you earlier. I feel like, especially this episode, mm -hmm. was completely like based on Lost. Like you can see. You can see that 
it's made by the same people as Lost. Yeah. Like, it's so blatantly obvious. I mean, and I know it's not, like, a secret or something. Yeah. But, like, it's, like, there's so many similarities. Mm-hmm. The show, both shows are so confusing. I mean, I don't know if you watch Lost. Like, I've seen, I've seen the first episode again. I tried <laughs> to watch it, and it's, it's so something that I would love to watch, and I think it would be really good. But it started off being really, really good, and then a lot of people like the classics, like the best show ever, and like it was. I really enjoyed it, and it was really good, and it was like full of like, oh my god, what's what's going on? Mm-hmm. Where are they? Who are they? And obviously, spoiler. I'm pretty sure, I can't remember, but... It's, they're in purgatory. They were in purgatory, yeah. which is what everyone said to start with. Yeah. But they were. And, like... But it was the whole, like, like weirdness of it. Like, things didn't make sense. Like, characters would die, and then they would come back, and then they would leave the island, and they would come back to the island. And it's like, once upon a time, like, characters die, and then you go to the underworld, and you bring them back, and then they go to Wonderland, but then they manage to come back, and... Yeah. And it's the same. It's basically like like Lost, but like like Disney Disneyfied. <laughs> so this show that I'm ta- I've been talking to you about um, on Netflix that I'm watching at the moment called Love. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, Love is it's written by Judd Apatow or Apatow, the guy who <laughs> does like he did Girls, he has done like the Forty Year Old Virgin, Bridesmaids, like really really great com- comedian, like really funny guy. Really good writer. Basically, this show's set in LA and one of the characters works on a fictional TV show called Wichita, which is set in Wichita in America, but it's set in the 50s and it's about witches. Very similar, <laughs> sort of charmed. Like, yeah, yeah. You can tell where it's like it's got its origins from. But they have like an episode set in that writer's room where they're discussing how... And like... It's understandable because you see these people, essentially they're just getting paid to make a show that people will watch. They don't really care about the story or like where it's going or anything like that. So like the story essentially just sort of, they're like, they say that they want something big to happen every three pages. So every three pages they'll just be like, (laughs) okay, should we kill this character off? Like, does it really matter that we have like, and then the main character, Gus, ends up becoming a writer for that show for one episode. And he, like, starts telling them, like, you do realise how many... Like, this is just a guy who doesn't even really watch the show. He just works on the show as, like, a teacher. And he, like, points out all of these really blatant plot holes. And they get annoyed and they fire him. (laughs) That's amazing. But, like, it's it's the same thing. Like, the the writers probably don't care that much because it's their job. Yeah, but can I just say, have you seen the Once Upon a Time writers? No. They look, right, like the most awkward, geekiest pair of people that I have ever seen. There's only two of them. Well, I've only seen two, but like, they go to like, like Comic Con and like, the press conferences before the start of a season and like, they literally, they are so into it. Like, I can't say that about Once Upon a Time because for real, like, they're so cheesy as well. Like, I can't remember... I watched, um, you know, when they all get together mm-hmm. and then it's like an audience and people ask them yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah, and like, like people, Q&A. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was for Comic-Con. I'm pretty sure because people were dressed up and right. like everyone was like, Hi, Regina, I'm dressed up as you. And oh, God. No, they were just... They were really... They looked like really geeky people. Like, they were talking about, like, about the importance of love and family and the power of love, and it was like, I don't know, I don't know, maybe they're just bullshitting for the hell of it, but I just thought they looked. Well, maybe they are, they're just, 
they don't. They, but they I also, do feel like, like it's made up on the spot though. With like with American it. TV shows as well, like so much of it is done by individual writers writing that one episode. So like it is hard to have some sort of coherency with English TV shows. It's a little bit different because there's only like one person writing like six episodes. So like it does make more sense, I guess. But, it's feel like well, that's the thing with English shows. Like this, as you said, there's like less episodes. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's probably more. I don't know. I wouldn't say like dedication to it, but, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you don't watch Doctor Who, but no. Doctor Who has been running for fifty years. There is like absolutely no sense of continuity like i i keep watching it because i keep watching it because Mm. i keep watching it but there is like no continuity like an episode two years ago had the moon hatch and a dinosaur thing came out of the moon are you kidding me yeah on other episodes like sorry you're criticizing once upon a time yeah i know other episodes, like, have seen, you know, people have gone to the moon, and it's just a normal thing, but in this one episode, the moon was like an egg, and it hatched, and a, an animal came out of it, flew away, and then they were like, oh my god, what's going to happen now? And then they look up, and the moon's still there, and it turns out that that, um, anim- that creature thing had an egg inside of it that also looked identical to the moon. This is ridiculous. And like, this, this, but this is the thing, like, that's one episode, but then there are other episodes which are actually really clever and, like, well-written. Mm. But there are so many episodes that yeah. just completely, like, bash the continuity and, like, don't give a shit. I, like, as an aspiring writer myself, like, I don't get how people can write stuff and not want to, like, keep the continuity. Like, I know, I think it's, it's like, so important. Why would you want to risk, like, the, the the whole believability of a TV show for, like, sort of, like, a cheap, like, laugh? Or, well, like, I don't know. Cheap... Maybe you should ask Marlene King about this because yeah. she's the queen of plot, plot holes. holes. Yeah, exactly. Marlene King. The thing is that there are things that do make sense and there are a few things, like... We're not talking about Pretty Little Liars, so we'll talk that... Yeah. What I don't understand is that, like, how is it so hard to, like... For for the creator of the show who like knows where they want the show to go and knows like understands like the law of this show and like how it's supposed to go, how why can't they tell the writers? Like why can't to go back to Pre Eliza just for a second, why couldn't Marlene King have told all mm. the writers that Cece was going to be here? Like she clearly didn't because some people didn't write that in. And like the only episodes that sort of reference the possibility of Cece being here, like the episodes that Marlene King wrote and directed. Really? That's sort I mean, probably yeah. I'm, I'm just mm-hmm. guessing here, but like it's always the finales, isn't it, that sort of give the real yeah. hints. And it's because the other writers don't really know like what's going on. Yeah. Why couldn't they know? Like why can't they like sneak little things in like I feel I mean obviously it's like to, to stop people from like telling other people yeah exactly like, but still but like if you're a writer on a TV show surely you could be trusted enough to like know what's going on like know what's going to happen in the season finale and like it just makes no sense to me mm. I want to just make a really quick comment about how much I love Regina from Once Upon a Time I have a massive woman crush we spend Regina. so much of this podcast of you discussing like women you fancy and it's getting to a point now where I'm like (laughs) I kind of want an intervention with you and just be like Anna like do you like older women and like (laughs) is this your sexual orientation now (laughs) we haven't even done an episode on like Star Wars yet and we've 
com- like mentioned Carrie Fisher like Carrie so Fisher many times. is my ultimate lady, but I admire her for more than like just her looks. Okay, I admire Carrie Fisher for so many reasons that I will talk about in this Star Wars episode. But no, Lana Perilla. Let me just make a comment about the fact that she's half Spanish, not South American, Spanish. Wow. She lived in Spain for a little bit, and I'm pretty sure she, in an interview she said that she dated a bullfighter. Wow. She's my gal. She's amazing. Lana Parilla. 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 Lana Parilla. Lana means wool. She said this in the show, and I, I, I know what it means. I'm just trying to think of the correct term for it. A parilla in Spanish, parrilla, mm-hmm. it's like a sort of barbecue. Oh. So she is a wool barbecue. Yeah. Cool. Hmm. And she's a very attractive woman. And I think it's pretty obvious, to be honest, the one character that's had the biggest, like, evolution and the biggest change for the better mm-hmm. is Regina. Like, I feel like, as well, the way that they've dealt with her story is a lot better than the way they've dealt with other characters. Like, the whole, like, Rumpelstiltskin evolution, like, it's like one minute he's going to be good, he's going to stay with Belle and they're going to have babies and they're going to be happy forever. And then, like, two seconds later, he, like, whacks out the dagger and he's like, I'm still the dark one. Oh. I'd do a Scottish accent if I could, but I can't. Okay. So, at the moment, I'm really confused because I'm pretty sure that Rumpelstiltskin, he's not the dark one anymore because Emma and Hook are, but he hasn't given up the darkness but he's back with Belle. They're back together, and Belle's like, oh, he's going to be good, but he's not. But Regina, like, I don't know, the way that she's changed from being, like, the evil queen, and now she's, like, she loves Henry so much, and she's doing all this for her... But do you not think that this this... is just because, like, as an actress, people really liked her, so they were like, okay, we'll make her good now then. I don't know, I don't know big she is like I don't know if she's is she not like I don't know if she's bigger in America I'm not sure because <clears throat> like for me it feels a bit like once again sorry going back to Pretty Little Lies Alison was like a great like people, people liked her so they made her a main character and then they brought her back to life and all this stuff and then all yeah this but stuff, they like, ruined her and then they ruined her they ruined her whereas Regina I don't know it depends how you see it because they sort of She's like really like she's nice now and she wants to do what's best for everyone. She's like I wouldn't say that she's okay with Snow White, but they get on. Was she ever like a really bad character though? In like like aside from the evil queen part, like because I'm sure when I watched the show, she wasn't that bad a character when she was in her real life version. Do you know what I mean? Um, The real life version of her. She was. She she was bad. Okay. She's like killed like thousands of people oh great um and now she's just like oh now whoops, she's yeah like, yeah basically now. basically um but everyone's like rooting for her like everyone's like you know what regina you deserve a second chance and people have forgotten that she's killed all these people which is kind of weird because you think like like in the underworld mm-hmm. like as soon as she turns up everyone that she's killed is basically just gonna like gang up on her yeah basically. and like but that didn't happen um so next um, week's episode, we are revisiting. This is our. This is gonna be our first revisiting episode. Yeah, uh-huh. We're going to be revisiting Pretty Little Liars, um, which was our first episode back way back in January. It would have been our tenth episode. It would have been our tenth episode. Doesn't matter. Who no cares? Big deal. It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, we're bringing it all back to the beginning, and 
we're looking at how this season's changed. I guess, like, really, this show's just all been about Pretty Little Liars and our love for the show. Next week, we'll be making a cocktail that sort of... I mean, our first one was about, you know, the past. This one's probably going to be more about, like, how the show's changed, like, how the characters have changed over the last five years. Five years in parenthesis... In uh, speech marks. Mm, We'll think about something. We'll think... I don't know, maybe something that has to do with with this um, season. Maybe something twin related, because apparently there's no twin. I haven't watched this week's episode, but apparently there's something to do with a twin. Or maybe we could, like, I don't know, I feel like... Finally. I feel like we could make the Mrs. Hastings. I feel like that would be a cocktail. Veronica for president. Veronica for president, yeah. Hard liquor. Sort of. Bourbon. Yeah. yeah, so look out for that next week. It's going to be Peter fantastic. Hastings. Yeah, maybe. You have a thing. The girls. Do you remember that episode where it's just like, the girls. you kept mentioning, not the girls. <laughs> Why would anybody want to hurt the girls? Okay, I so love him. on that note. Um, we will see you next week for episode 9 and um... we'll be revisiting Once Upon a Time when season 5B finishes because I have so much more to say about the show Mm -hmm. that I feel like we could do another episode and Mm -hmm. we will be making um, another cocktail which will be one of the three that we haven't made so the crystal ball I think we should do the crystal ball because like that was a yeah. fantastic cocktail idea that I really wanted to do. The light one, mm-hmm. or underworld elixir. Underworld elixir, which would have been appropriate for today. But can I honestly say that this week, this week's cocktail has been the best cocktail we've made. It do you tastes, think so? Yeah, it tastes. I mean, really I've kind good. of burnt my tongue on coffee yesterday, so like I can't really oh. taste. It as well as really, I wanted really to, but it is pretty good for me. Anyway. And it looks, it looks good. I it looks like. fantastic. Yeah, fab. Well, we'll see you next week. And um, do you want to sign out? Because you, I sign. Do we need to sign out like this every time? I mean, it's up to you. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next. Oh, week. oh, follow us. <laughs> we, didn't, <laughs> we didn't do any of that spiel. Jesus Christ! Yeah, follow us on Twitter. At Tasteful Sidebar. Follow us on Instagram at Tasteful Sidebar and also subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a review. We've actually got like a few reviews now which are all fantastic and we thank you all for helping us and helping us get our name there. We will be doing some sort of website soon once I get my ass into gear and I actually do something about it but we're going to have a website soon. And then we can like upload pictures of all cocktails and then we can do like little makings off as well mm-hmm. so, like maybe remake a few cocktails maybe this is me just chatting to you oh cool <laughs> um yeah we make a few cocktails and like film it and then put it on the website and stuff yeah so yeah thank you for listening and we'll see you next week we need a different if we, we're not going to use the normal sign out we're going to have to come up with a new one like um, this has been tis. This has no, been we don't need to. Bar. We don't need to do that. We just need to say like, see you later. Okay. Um, Ciao for now. <laughs> bye. <laughs> no, seriously. Can we just do that? Can I just do a really obnoxious like bye at the end? <laughs> I feel like people would wouldn't understand it. Bye. But why are you shouting? <laughs> I don't know. It's just. <laughs>